0: yeah
1: it's that coming up from the bottom day one dollar zero type shit the only thing i'm ducking is the graveyard i really with the shit y'all niggas play hard i made it to a bus i'm selling eight balls. i came up from nothing i can never take a day y'all the only thing I'm dunking is the graveyard I'm really with the shit, y'all niggas play hard huh? huh? I made it to a boss, I'm selling eight balls I came up for nothing, I can never take a day, off. Uh. Turn your baby mama crib into a stash spot
0: What's on. up, man? You can't start until I hear that part I do, I know baby
1: mama's Kiss my baby mama's here Yeah, there we go She knows like it's a stash house One of them That's right <laughs> What's going on, dude? Don't ask any questions That's, that's right, It's right, Friday, right. that's a monster Good week That's right um, Had a good event yesterday did brand and brunch yep. brunch and brand yep i say both because i can't remember which one i do the same thing yeah it sounds better both yeah tell tell people what it was you tell people what it was i will tell people what it was so, so it was a uh, similar to our content <laughs> yeah, and cocktails yeah right it was just teaching agents like how to build their brand and their business through social media through youtube at length yep. you know and just kind of like what worked for us and how we built our business and i hope this could work for you as well but here's what's here's what's working and here's what's worked for us and super fun man i think we had like 72 or mm-hmm. 80 mm-hmm. show up yeah all agents um all agents great time full of content we got a guy on today i can't remember his name i don't know what the fuck <laughs> ever since i heard he fast Callum, forwards our podcast i'm like call him tampa technically he has the
0: settings set to fast i wonder forward. like
1: hey does tom brady like fast forward through film to like get through it quicker or to, like do you let it, do you let <laughs> it go slow. At its normal rate, because even if you can't listen to the whole thing, you can't listen to as much. But you can listen to, like, resonates more. I think it depends like on you, who's you talking. You hear more. I think it depends on who's talking.
0: No. there's some people like Gary Vee. I could yeah, not it speed up Gary Vee. for sure. I could not speed up
1: Gary V. I won't. You guys are missing my fucking point. <laughs> I won't speed it up at all, because, like, I'd rather, sure. like, I don't want to miss something for the sake of saying I listen to more. Yeah. Or We're faster. I mean? hmm everything you do today is gonna be wrong let's, let's give it an intro i'm okay with that let's give an intro let's give That's an intro cool, we got sam from uh how do you say
0: your last name coddle, coddle. sam coddle mm-hmm. from florida tampa florida uh he is uh with uh our legit agents network he's got a youtube channel down south crushes i'm excited to talk to you because you're a relatively new agent yeah you started your youtube channel pretty much to the very beginning of your career yeah early and um You know, I remember a lot of the conversations that we were having in the early phase was, um, man, fuck, I've only been licensed like six months. Should I be doing this? Hey, should things be kind of working like this? Almost like you don't know what's working and what's not. Cause you don't yeah. have any context. And you yet. talk
1: to the perfect person. Cause Eli is a kid that was like doing drugs and ditching class uh-huh. in high school. And so he's been giving that advice for a while. <laughs> not like, true. Like, not hey true, man, mom. like I just, you know, weed, but we're only 16. So and it's like, yeah, dude, <laughs> fuck it's fuck it's a plant. It's a plant. <laughs> uh, and then shit. it worked out. It's so, like, you got, you got good advice, but it is true, man. Like, YouTube's powerful. It is. Yeah. And you, For brand new agents, for experienced agents. And you talk to Eli matter. a lot more than you talk to me. I get more behind the scenes stuff from him with like how everybody's doing. But you, you kind of just got after it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, like that was the one differentiator between like you and even some of the other channels that are doing great now. Like they took a minute because they were still like kind of in their own way or just not wanting to do whatever it may be. But like you kind of just, all right. And they just started implementing everything that we were talking about. Executes every, and yeah. what I like, man, kind of like us. I get a, and then we'll let you talk. Not so, much so talk, yeah. just, we'll yeah. let just you talk at yeah. some point.
2: You just talk similar, about yeah, yeah. similar,
0: so. <laughs> similar to Will and I, dude. Like I think we're extremely good executors, but then we're also really good at just putting our own spin on shit and then making it just a little different, a little better for us. And I noticed that about you, like you're yeah. you're very good at like running a play, but then after you've got some data you put little spins and little tweaks and you yeah. try shit and you see things that work for you. Um, man, let's go into that, but let's talk real quick about kind of your previous experience and whatever the show sure. you were doing and then how you got into real estate. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I actually moved to Florida mid 2020 left a long term job at a big nonprofit in Colorado Springs and they were laying off some people. It's kind of like an easy, easy chance to leave and go do something else. Mm-hmm. We kind of knew Florida was next for us coming up pretty soon and, so we, we made that move and, and at that nonprofit, I did all kinds of stuff. I acquired real estate for them. I traveled and audited offices. I went to 30 countries before I was 30 with them Damn. doing all kinds of stuff, whether that was hosting conferences or that was like confronting our Russian office about misuse of funds. Like, and going into those kinds of contexts, oh, you like, you learn unique things, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So Did like, you learn to shut the fuck up when you're talking to Russians? <laughs> yeah. You, you learn learned back, to stop smiling. You like came oh, back. Really? You yeah, like yeah. came yeah. back to the nonprofit, like, nope, it was a mistake. They uh properly use funds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. great. Have a great day. I'm like <laughs> dying over
2: this. I'm like in Moscow and I'm like, I look like these people. And they're like, no, you don't, you smile too much. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah.
1: I see that. Gotta be yeah, sad. Gotta be sad. Because if you've yeah. ever smiled even once, that's too many. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, you know, took all that experience down to Florida, knew I was gonna get into real estate, got my license, and You know, just started, I like something you said yesterday with, with the water bottle, you moved it off the table. He said the failure is off the table and
1: yeah. So just context, right? So it's just context of what he's talking about. We were at the event yesterday and we were talking about people getting in their own way or starting over or whatever it may be. And we, there was a bottle of water on the table and I I use it as like a physical representation. I took it off the table and I said, Hey guys, this, if this bottle were to represent quitting, I I said, quitting has been off the table Yeah. For a long time. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Not like you're actively fighting against it. It's just not a thing. It's just not a thing.
1: Mm No. So
2: I just knew I'm going to figure this out. I I wasn't questioning it.
1: It's figuring it. Exactly. So it's not so much fighting, man. Oh God, I want to quit so bad. I want to quit so bad. It's like, no, it's not even a thing. It's I'm going to figure it out. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, we might quit something into something. Like for example, if we were to quit like a a marketing campaign because it's not working, Mm -hmm. we'll quit that campaign In efforts of making a pivot into another Mm -hmm. form of campaign, whether it be social media marketing, in person, whatever it is. But, like, it's all in in the efforts of, like, moving forward. But, like, Will and Eli just, like, not doing business or not doing Mm -hmm. real estate. Like, that's the quitting part. That's off the table. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, So, I just knew I'm going to find a way. Then I I listened to you guys on GSD mode. Mm
1: -hmm. Baller. And re-
2: reached out to both of you on Instagram. You guys were super encouraging. Like, go for it. Yeah, this is the gear we use. Like, mm-hmm. you got it. Mm-hmm. And so that was September of yep. 2020. Yep. January 2021, I, like, started three videos a week. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it, I feel like it took, I, f- I feel like that was too long. I feel like I, like, dragged my, lip, dragged my feet on that, you know? Yeah.
0: And I just like hearing three videos a week.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I published the first one, and I'm like, oh, dang, people are watching this. <laughs> like, I got to do three a week.
1: <laughs> yeah. I How had, many people
2: watched? I had eight in the chamber when it got to double digits, I'm like, this is real. Like so this like is when, working.
1: When twelve people, when eleven yeah. people or twelve people watched and I'm and I'm asking on purpose, not to make yeah, fun, but know. to just get people to understand like that's the same way our channel started. Yeah, dude. It yeah. was like twenty seven views. Yep. thirty nine views and it yeah. continued dude, we were to stoked for it. Mm-hmm. We're like,
0: fuck, twenty seven people in a room. That's a yeah, good, you're filling a room. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And yeah. it's just like organic traffic. Mm-hmm. It's different than other things. It's not your friends, it's not your family, it's not promoted content, like it's different.
1: Yep, yeah, and it, and it, I don't know. So we we enjoyed it, but when we first started our channel, like we learned that framework, right? Jesse and Jackson studs. We learned that framework, and we were just committed to that process. And we yeah. also knew, like, hey, this thing's going to take time. All good. Like we we didn't have this expectation. Like, man, if mm-hmm. this is not working in thirty days, and and like that's where people just have to assess like their own parameter of like what they consider a win, mm-hmm. what they consider. A duration of time before making a decision, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I was talking to somebody yesterday. It was a female. Not that males aren't stupid. We're all stupid. But she had made a comment of, like, something about, like, if, you know, like, even after, like, five minutes, if, like, someone says a certain thing, then they're just, like, out of there. Mm-hmm. I think someone was making a comment like, dating nowadays. And I was like, whoa, you ain't never going to date anybody. Right. Yeah. Like like you go, you'll go five minutes. And if something like someone says, sometimes it's just not quite like, Oh yeah. It's like, no dude, what? Like, that's the amount of effort yeah. singles are giving yeah. each other. Like, how's that working for you? Yeah. I promise you. Even to this day, every five minutes, I say something. Kate chooses to just turn her another shoulder no to like, yeah, yeah. Fucking idiot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah. or whatever. Right. But it's like, but it's more about like core values. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't really get down into like human connection with core values and what they stand for and and Mm -hmm. how they want to approach life for a while. You're going to hear what people want to say or what people want to believe in themselves for a while, which isn't necessarily a lie. Mm -hmm. We're just putting our best foot forward when we meet someone. Right. And then we indulge in entertainment and sex and and whatever else that puppy love drink brings. Right. But it just takes time before you really start getting down Mm -hmm. to like, to that person. But if you never even allow, and you can keep sex out of it and still find that, right? Like, but it just takes time to really get fundamentally like with somebody to where yeah. Yeah. the things that they say, like something that someone says that bothers you in the first five minutes, a couple of years down the road, it's not even a thing. It's water off your back. It's not because it's not whether it bothers you or not. It's just, it's them. And like, you know what they stand for and what they're all about. Mm-hmm. And there's just more context there. Yeah. So same thing with your YouTube channel. It's like five minutes into your YouTube channel, like it's not going your way or what your perception of what you thought it should be. So then like, you're not even doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you could be leaving millions on the table. And I can say that literally because we make millions on our channel. So I'm literally telling you like do that, but then you could be leaving millions of dollars off the table because you put quitting on the table.
2: Yeah. Let me ask Lock. you, let me ask you a business question yep. about, about that. I was writing about this yesterday when I was on the plane. I think a lot of, of business, of business success is just intuition of when to not quit and when to quit. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. when, like a lot of people don't succeed because they, they don't, they quit too early or they don't quit something that they shouldn't they should, be doing. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what's, where do you find that intuition to, Figure out which one it is.
1: It's your parameter of success. So, like, let's just go back to let's yeah. just do real estate in general. When I first got into real estate, right, it was, hey man, I'm gonna give this 12 months of everything I got, and it's either gonna pan out or a relationship or something from the real estate industry Yeah. will take me in a direction that could pan out. Yeah. But the minimum time frame I was giving myself minimum was 12 months, but it was 12 months of actual adequate work yep. yeah like for example do you know how many people lose myself included do you know how many people lose the same 20 pounds every year they mm-hmm. yep. are like damn doggy you fucking you've lost 100 pounds i want to start saying that to my friends yeah. <laughs> hey bro you lost 100 pounds yeah what like yeah the same 20 every year <laughs> <laughs>
0: fuck no shit yeah you know yeah, versus
1: yeah. like if they just stay consistent right so like for me it was hey i'm not, like like people's little crash diets and this mm-hmm. and that like they do four crash diets for the year or three crash diets for the year But then at the end of the year, they're in the same spot. Yeah. So if I were to crash diet with real estate and just do little spurts of like work and then lose momentum and then little spurts of work and then lose momentum. And then at the end of that 12 months, it's like, man, I haven't really made any money. And it's like, okay, is it because you're not good at it or is it because you weren't super consistent with it for a duration of time? So when you're testing something, regardless of whether it's real estate or not, like you're just, your parameter has to be appropriate. So for me, it was- Twelve month window, yeah, no less, mm-hmm. no fucking less. Like I was prepared to make zero fucking. Well, not prepared. I'd be broke as shit. But mindset wise, it was minimum. But the work and consistency also had to be there with the window. You can't say you've done something for twelve months if you haven't put the consistent work and progression mm-hmm. into it. Right. Makes sense. So yeah. for me, it was that duration of time with adequate fucking effort of learning and applying, learning and applying, learning, and then. You know, I ended up doing 34 deals my first year. But even if I'd have done, you know, 12.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, 12, you're in the top 20% of realtors. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're doing 12 deals or more, you're like the entry to top 20% as a realtor. In the country is doing 12 deals, doing a deal a month. So even if- That's what
2: I did my first year. So there you go. So
1: like, just like having an accurate, having an accurate understanding of like what success looks like is also important. Cause take 34 deals off the table. That wasn't my goal. That wasn't what I was trying to do. I was focused on learning and applying, learning and applying, learning and applying. And then just scaling and capitalizing on everything I learned to the next phase, right? But it was also important. And when we started running our team, we had new agents coming on. You do 12 deals a year, you're in the top twenty percent. So could you can so if you're if you're in your first year of real estate, you hit you're you're inside the top twenty percent, I would consider that a success. I would say, Hey, you've got something there that says, Hey, you can you can do this and you can progress further. You look at major league baseball, you go to the minor leagues, there's like nineteen thousand fucking minor league systems now, right? Or seven. And on average, they say if you're moving up a league every two years. You are on a path to hit the actual big leagues. Some guys make it sooner, some guys take a little longer. But on average, if you're going, you know, single A and double A and triple A and a couple whatever whatever else they have now, like if you're moving up mm. every year to every two years into a the next level, yeah, you're on a path to major league baseball. So same thing. Like, let's say you don't hit top twenty percent your first year. Let's say you do five deals. Yep. Let's say you do seven deals. Call it six because I'm an idiot and I need, I need easy math. Six is half of the 20%, yep, right? Like, yep, yep. But hey, is there, there was people, dude, what was it, last year, the year before? Six months into the year where 40% of realtors hadn't even done a deal yet. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing six deals a year, you're, like, hey, you're actually hey, you're in the top half yep. of real estate. So it's like, hey, it might not be where you want to be or want to end up in like, that's okay. But is there something there that says you're, so that's what I was looking for. Long story long here. So long story long, what I was looking for when I was first coming to real estate was a, just some clues of success. Yeah. Could I be consistent with it? Could I make improvements as in if you're learning and applying and then you learn and apply and you're, you're taking that and you're progressing with what you're learning. That's giving evidence that you have a capacity for more Mm -hmm. your brain and how you operate is functioning in a progressive manner of I can learn basics, I can apply it, which then gets me to this intermediate level, I apply it, which then gets me to this professional level, and then I apply it, which then yeah. eventually can lead into like a mastery level, which why I feel is what we're working on now. Mm-hmm. Do you have the brain capacity? Now I'm not calling people dumb. You're not gonna get me to write code on a computer. I have zero fucking capacity for that. Yep. So it's not about smart or dumb, it's about finding what you're good at. And you might like I didn't, I didn't go through special operations or Marine Corps infantry like, yeah, dude, I can't wait till this turns me into a soccer mom and I'm selling real estate. Right? Like, I'm not, yep. I'm yep. not like training with Marines in some shithole thinking like, hey, dude, a couple years, yeah. I'll be a realtor. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> sure like, imagine. No. right? So, like, <laughs> this is not fucking plan. So, you, like, but I also love it. But you have to be open-minded to, like, what you're good at. I knew I was good with people. And I know if I believed in something, I was good at sales. Well, I'm the product when it comes to sales. And if I can believe in myself, I can believe in the product. And then that lands me home in real estate. I've never had more fun in my life in business Mm -hmm. than with what we do now, but it's in something that you never would have, I never would have guessed I'd be doing. Mm -hmm. So being open-minded to it was the first thing, giving a duration of time with an adequate level of consistent effort and then measuring, do I have a capacity yeah. Of, of mental success, like I can actually progress through this, and then not so much that I just know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Am I converting some sales that says yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can take the capacity into conversion, right? Like quarterbacks that are super smart, but they don't throw any touchdowns. Yep. You might be a great coach one day, but guys not only have to have the capacity at the quarterback position. They also have to be able to execute and throw that touchdown. So same thing. I felt like I was having the capacity. I was understanding yep. it. I was progressing knowledge wise, but then I was able to convert. Yeah. There's so wh- that, so those things there, you know, were huge for me, but it all started with, I'm giving it this fucking time frame, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I'm going to give it this level of consistent, adequate effort and work and grind because I knew if I'm not, then measuring capacity and measuring sales would be false. Cause if you're not giving it that consistent effort for that duration of time, yeah. these, these are jaded. Like it's not kosher. Mm-hmm. Right. So like you have to have, you have to set that standard with yourself in order to be able to measure it. And like, after my first year, I felt like, Hey man, like we've, we've got, we've got something we could take. We could take a long way.
0: Yeah. There's, there's yeah. one more element to that, that I think is super beneficial for me. Weed. And that's having people around you to fucking compare yourself to. Yeah. Don't ignore me. You, like, you know, f- and it's like, a feedback loop. <laughs> yeah, weed. yeah. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Weed. um, uh, for the record, I didn't smoke weed till I was like eighteen. I was really good in high school, didn't do shit. We don't care. Even you didn't have any alcohol till eighteen. Just clear in the air for all the people that think I was a fucking weed head. No, that's true. Any, and dude any,
1: you didn't have sex, so you were married. Anyway, yeah, you know, like you did true, it the right true. way, like and it was missionary. That's like true. dude. I know. Mission, props. Missionary
0: is great. Um but anyway, <laughs> um, having people to compare yourself to. And that's one thing yeah. that I think, man, if you're on an island and wherever it is that you're at, man, it it's real easy to learn if you're doing the right shit or not. When you've got other people that are kind of around doing yeah. some similar things, and you're fucking sucking, and everyone else is winning,
1: it can't. Well, agreed. It can agreed. be a trap, though. Agreed. and I don't mean to. Say, oh, for sure, it could be because, like, I don't mean to say this in an egotistical way, mm-hmm. but if I'm doing thirty-four deals my first year and you did seven, do you feel like a piece of shit? When in reality, that seven is a show of success. So, like, right. correct? Is that person with seven now getting out of real estate because they don't think they have what it takes? Because they were measuring my thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So, so context, wh- context for sure matters. But
1: correct. But that's mm-hmm. why, like, I fall back on data. Yes. And we did this with our team when we were building our team. Yep. We gave our team a goal, and it was like, "Hey, we want everybody on this team to be in the top twenty percent of real estate. Because if you're in the top twenty percent and you're doing a deal a month on average, I feel like you're doing enough to be considered a professional." Mm-hmm at your job after like three to four years. If you're doing one deal a month for three to four years, like I feel like you've got enough history there that says, hey, I'm a real estate professional. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: Period. Yep. But you got to give them, but the reason why it was 12 deals a year or more is because like, hey, that puts you into the top 20%. The top 20% of real estate, I feel like mm-hmm. are the full-time realtors. Yeah. I don't consider you a professional if you're not full-time. Yep. Yeah. So there is rhyme and reason Agreed. behind the data. Where I like putting yourself around the right people is, I guess it's a combination of both, because if I'm around a guy and he's in his first year, I'm in my first year or he's in his second, I'm in my first, and he's doing thirty four and I'm doing seven, but i'm my capacity is growing, I'm learning and understanding like what he's doing, but then I have the data to fall back on and go, all right cool, like i'm not that I'm not that guy, yep, but I am showing some progression, It's like great, I mean, imagine kids playing baseball in high school with Bryce Harper, yeah, you don't know who that uh-huh. is. He's a he's a phenom, right. right? Like one of the best high school prospects oh, to ever come school. out of high school. Okay. Well, he's a professional now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he was coming out of high school, dude, he was hitting 450-foot bombs. Yeah, throwing damn. the ball at 91 miles an hour. Jesus. He was one of the most sought-after high school prospects yep. ever. Leaves high school early, gets his GED, just so he can go to junior college for yep. a year, yep. and then he gets picked up. Imagine if that kid is your high school teammate. No oh, shit. But you could also be a stud not and have you any did. idea but yeah. if you're not but you, being around him can be leveling you up though right yeah. right right. but then comparing the data to like other batting average other average strikeouts for your yeah. state for national averages you can still see like hey i might not be that fucking phenom but i'm here yeah yeah. and i gotta keep going because dude there's two other players from that team yeah. that play professional baseball outside of bryce harper from yeah. that high school team yeah. so interesting but if those guys were like no nope, <laughs> that's what it takes Fuck. Yeah. yeah. No, not necessarily. So I, so I found myself in
2: that trap of comparison that first yeah. year. And I mean, comparing to you guys and feeling like I, I mean, I have the, I feel like I have the same views. I have the same reach outs. I'm not converting them the mm-hmm. same way. I'm I'm, I'm not as good at this. Mm-hmm. But then it was like looking back at that success that, that I defined early on of like, this is my first year. I want to cover my expenses. If real estate pays mm-hmm. all my expenses, that's a successful first year for me. 100%. Yeah. And like and also like letting that comparison like show that i was hungry mm-hmm. like be encouraged that i'm like hungry that i want more that i'm not satisfied with where i am yeah. and like reach
1: right 100% and then looking at it like man my views my this my that's there but like i'm not doing as many deals it it could also be like you're just ready for more as in like all right why are like where what am i missing yeah mm-hmm. could it be the whole text message phone number, email. And then when right. people are coming through, am yeah, what I What systems am I missing? Yeah. Am I missing the zoom call with the buyer presentation? Yeah. Am I introducing them to my preferred lender who does the same? Like, right. Then you start. Cause now it's like, cool views, reach out. You're getting it. Now it's like, yep. Now we've just got to dial in. But it, was, it. but it
2: was easy to look for excuses instead of solutions. Oh, for yeah. sure. To so yeah. say like, oh, I, I'm new to the area, I'm yep. new to the industry, yep. I'm younger, like whatever it was. I see what you're right? saying. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. So I, I was reaching for those instead of like reaching for solutions. Yep. Until I would like reach out to one of you guys, Eli. E- Eli's like, yeah,
1: he's smart with that. Yeah, credit, he's like, like hey, like, two, man?
2: Are these systems here? I'm like, ah, not really. He's like, get them there.
1: There you go. You're like the kid throwing the ball over ninety. Right, but then like you start playing good teams and you start they're hitting fucking dingers on you. You're like, hey, yeah. dude, we got to learn how to throw a curveball and a changeup. And yeah. then once you learn how to throw them, you got to know when to throw them. Right. But all of a sudden you're like, hey, you got you got views, you got you got reach outs. It's like, hey, there's there's talent there. You oh, yeah, got right. something there. Hey, you can throw the ball good, yeah, but yeah. you're not a thrower. You're a pitcher. Right. So now we got to turn you. And that's how it's like. Hey guys, our our YouTube channel is a business. Mm-hmm. Right. It went from like talent and, and reach out and in and, and some traction and some there where we were getting attention people were appreciating the channel but it had to very quickly Let's call, that in, yeah. call that a job yeah call that or, a job or transitioning into talent i because yeah. yeah. when i'm comparing it to sports sure sir, i got gotcha. you i got gotcha. you got yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. guys that can throw the ball 92 miles an hour yep it doesn't make him a major league baseball pitcher yeah. okay then you got guys like greg maddox that threw the ball 89 and he's literally one of the best pitchers to ever play baseball yeah. ever yep So it's really talking about like, hey, did you and I have some talent for, you know, being on camera and creating some titles and like having some good energy Mm -hmm. to create a spark? Mm -hmm. But then you've got to turn it into a business. Correct. Same thing with like a pitch like, hey, you got talent. Yep. You're throwing the ball hard and you can throw it over the plate. Awesome. However, now we've got to learn these different pitches. Mm -hmm. And then we need to learn why and when we're throwing different pitches, Mm -hmm. placement, Mm -hmm. different type of pitch to really create like a full circle. Hey, man, you're not a thrower. You're a pitcher mm-hmm. and you've got to make that switch because a lot of guys that are throwers, they want to, they want to throw the ball by, by a hitter. Mm-hmm. I did that one time, right? Like won't mention the, oh, I'll mention the guy's name. Sean Thompson played for San Diego, drafted at high school. He went to Thunder Ridge high school and I had, an, I had spoken to that coach about going to Thunder Ridge for my senior year. Mm-hmm. It'd be open enrollment. I was left-handed and played center field. Mm-hmm. So was Sean Thompson. Mom said, no. Hey, this is where you go to school, this is where you go yeah. to school, right? So cool, no problem. We play them at home. Cool, so I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm starting that game, right? Sean's lead off. And I'm warming up, but I'm, like, I'm not throwing too hard. I'm just like throwing some meatballs over the plate. Just, you know, I'm already loose, but then like you throw a couple once you get into the game, right? And I'm warming up. I'm like, I don't really want them to see like what I got. So I'm just going to like kind of like pitch my warm-up pitches like I'm throwing them hard, but I'm not throwing them hard. Okay. Cause then when I, when he actually gets in the batter's box and I really throw it fucking hard, he's going to see, I want to gas this bitch. He fucking hit that ball a mile. It's probably still going. I don't know if the balls come down. (laughs) He fucking (laughs) hit that ball, dude. It took one bounce in the parking lot over the right field fence and then hit the fucking school. Damn. And uh, dude, it was like, Oh, right. Like never got such a great, laugh chuckle smile from my coach coach hall yeah really bless his heart dude i love that guy yeah he fucking laughed and he should have because it's like dude like this kid he ended up getting drafted out of high school good ball player um but it's like hey man You can't just throw it past a guy like that. Not when you get to a certain level. Like, no, the benefit to that game was he went one for four. That was his only hit, right? And then I started using my pitches and placement and he had some lazy fly balls to the shortstop. And like I I was able to like really minimize his his progress in that game. So I felt proud of that. But more than I felt proud of shutting that guy out for three more at bats, I fucking needed that dude to hit that ball a mile. I needed it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everyone else, like for the most part, man, like if I needed a pitch, I could typically get it by a guy like, but that was like. So that's why your coach is laughing because he knows you. (laughs) Oh, dude, because he also knows the lesson that's in that. Like, hey, good for you. Yeah. Like, oh, you just, you just, you just ran right into a glass wall, Uh right? Like, but it's, it's good to like understand that and learn that. And it also applies like in business of just like, hey man, like you can't just rely on talent Mm -hmm. or gutting it out. Or getting by, like, no man, you need a Google calendar. Yeah. Or yeah. some form of calendar yeah. that's linked to your emails, that's also linked to your business partner or anybody or your assistant or anybody else because you've got to get organized and you've got to prioritize what matters most, right? And you've got to put things into that calendar to make sure that like you're proficient with your time. You've got to have systems and processes. You've got to have other people with roles in your business to make sure that it sustains because the worst thing that happens is you get super fucking busy and you're doing stuff. All of a sudden clients start slipping through the cracks Mm -hmm. or not getting responded to. Now you're just showing everybody how you don't help. And then your business ends up tanking. So it's like, no man, you can't just throw the ball by. But like the, the, the analogy I'm using here is like throwing a pitch by a guy that's relying on, screwing it out yeah, or, just, or just talent yeah and it's yeah. like no man like there's yeah. there's so much more that you have to apply within like mm-hmm. growth yeah and you got to be prepared for it sam
0: talk about that because that's been yeah. i feel like the latest for you right channel's doing well it's converting all that yeah. stuff you've got business coming in are you making a lot of money you've got a buyer's agent I'm coming in yeah. you've got you a, you've got some new kids you're able to spend some write time your, with write
1: your number down honestly <laughs> how's the channel doing? tell you yeah how's the channel how doing much, how much how I
2: mean, so it, I I don't I stepped out of production in November, yep, of last year. Yep. my son was born. We're like I'm like ah, so I don't.
0: you made it a full year in real estate. Yeah,
2: I'm like <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna do any more showings or write any more contracts. Negoti- yep. negotiate any more inspections. I'm like no, nah, I'm not doing. Which
0: that. full disclosure, you also struggled with because yeah. I remember before we had the talk before hey before you need it, bro, hire this buyer's agent. Yeah, and then it was oh, I think it was only six months. I remember you saying, man, I've only been licensed like six months, really. It was like, yep,
2: yeah. Yeah, so I kind of like, groomed this young kid to do it. He was a client. And
0: he fucking reached out on YouTube,
2: <laughs> and so he like he came down. We had lunch. He was flipping shoes, selling mattresses.
1: Flipping shoes. Yeah. Oh, like Jordans and yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah.
2: And he was a, a competitive runner in college. I'm like, huh? I think he'd be a good realtor. Like that combo, something like stuff. He like out. cannot yeah, yeah. wait
1: to get out of real estate. He's just like, <laughs> dude, can't wait. Yeah, fucking dude, right.
2: you're super good at panhandling. You'd be a good realtor. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, no fucking shit. Hell. but. He like, <laughs> called me a few weeks later. He's like, I'm getting my license. So he went for it, got his yep. license, moved down, started like, I'm like, you got to find your own leads at first so yep. you have some of mine. But then like my son was born, stepped out of production and he's, just, he's done 30 deals since.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, it reminds it me of like months. when you and I first spoke and like I was getting my license and you know, like I talked to a lot of people that are starting to like think about getting into real estate and like I tell them, I go, Hey, listen. Get your license. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I don't know. I know, but like, you know, I was thinking, and it's like, hey, shut the fuck up. It's not that. It's not that I, I'm not excited about what you're thinking. It's that get your fucking license, yep. and I use that as a filter, man. Because yep. like, it's I can't give. Filter, yeah. I Huge. can't give time if you can't commit to a couple months of studying and applying yourself through yeah. a testing process to just get through that first control measure to to being a realtor. Cause there's people that have a license that are still so far off as far as like work ethic. I know Mm -hmm. if you can't even put the effort in to get your license, there's just not a conversation to have yet. And you've really got to be particular with your time, you know, but that's fucking dope. And like you structure your life different. Like this is where everybody has to like understand and prioritize what they do. Right. Because like you can live like within your means, whatever that is for you. But, like, for you, it's like, you're not buying the fucking Lambo. You're not gambling your fucking money. You're buying $50,000 watches. You're like, I've never driven a car with a car payment. There you go. But what I'm getting at is, like, everybody's got to figure out their win. Like, for you, it's like, hey, I want time with my son. Yeah. Right? So, like, and then you get a buyer agent. He starts working. Like, hey, financially, giving him part of the deal plus me having the deal. I'm running the content. Mm -hmm. He's running the transactions. I make enough money. I don't have to run any of that. I can work. 14 hours a week with doing content mm-hmm. the rest right. of my time yeah. I can give to my kiddos. Hey man, that that's just, that's a fucking win. Huge for you. win.
0: Super huge win. win. Yeah. 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 So numbers. So yeah. what's your, what's your channel? Looking so like? first
2: year, um, th- that was just me mm-hmm. brought in 72,000 net Same. commission. Yep. yep. So, and then this year so far I'm at one hundred and twenty, and my agents at that, that too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So that's 240 in GCI. Yeah. Yep.
0: Just now, sole, solely that, YouTube. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So that's after your splits. That's after all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. We are actually taking that home. Right. Um, So
1: what's the total commission that's brought in? 240. No, that's net. What's the, what's the total you think before bills are paid? I mean, that would, that's just the
2: the split. I have to look at that. Yeah. 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 Cool. Add
0: 20%.
1: Yeah. Probably
2: another, you know, 40 grand.
1: How much does your channel cost to run?
2: It costs me my editor that I just hired. Mm-hmm. So I I shot and edited my first 120 videos.
0: You're also good at that shit and you like and, and doing I, it. And and, I, and I've done it. <laughs> and you like doing it. What yeah. an asshole yeah. or did.
1: Yeah, good for you, dude. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. And yeah, I liked it. It was that that part of it was fun to me that like iterative yeah. growth of that.
1: Well, look man, if you got a buyer agent at some point like yeah. that also frees up some time where you can do it. But if you're exactly. good at it and you like it, that, then yep. you're being time efficient. If you're not good at it and you don't like it, don't fucking do That's that. That's
0: why I wanted to make that point because yeah. there's so many people, they'll spend 10 hours on a video for it to look like fucking trash.
2: No, no. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. my editor like now, so he does like the first couple passes on a video and then I'll kind of just add some touches at the end. Yep. Yep. But I even tell him like perfect is the enemy.
1: Mm-hmm. Like perfect mm-hmm. is
2: the enemy in this. Like, the, Make
1: sure it's time and you guys con- are proficient with your time.
2: If this is good content, it's good content. Yep. yep. Right? Like, this doesn't need to feel like a documentary. This doesn't need to feel like a movie. Like, no, that's not what we're making. We're making YouTube videos. Yep. People are right. putting this on their
1: it, TV. It might yeah? actually hurt you more. Exactly. If well, people like want to feel like they're feeling like they're walking with you down the street. And, like, yeah. whatever yeah. area or neighborhood that you're showing, they want to actually feel, you know, with good quality, clear content, but as raw as it can be to feel like they're walking right next to you. Yeah. yeah. If it's a movie trailer... And especially
0: if you want people to reach out, if you want people to feel comfortable, well, if you're looking at moving out, somewhere, they're not looking like, at Dwayne
1: Johnson flying in his fucking Cape to no, a neighborhood. No. No. If you're looking at an action movie, then yeah, they want it to be an action movie, but yeah. and you gotta be for. accessible.
0: You've got, to, if they feel like you're, you're so like, man, this yeah. documentary guy, you're just not accessible. They're not going to reach out. Break. You guys talk. Yeah. Okay. Good. So uh,
2: I I pay my editor about 400 bucks a okay. month. Yep. I pay him 25 an hour.
0: Okay. Yeah. it's good. But I, I, but, c- I but only four in a month. Yeah.
2: Okay. Because yep. I like, I'm giving it to him kind of piecemeal. So <laughs> I, I'm like, I need you to get faster at this part okay. and then I'll give you the graphics.
0: Uh, and then we can okay. get faster
2: at that part and I'll give you this next part. How many
0: videos is he doing per week? Um, one to two. Okay. Yeah. So eight a month. Yeah. 400 bucks a month. Yeah. That's fucking great.
2: Yeah. And I'm paying him hourly right now. Yeah. And we'll get to a point to where he like pay per video because I want him to be incentivized so to go faster. So how much is he
0: spending? How much time is he spending on a video? Two hours. It's really good. Or less? Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Are you teeing it up pretty nice for him? Yeah. Like you're organized with all your shit that you're getting over there? Super organized, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's gotta help.
2: And I'm I've practiced on camera a lot. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I've had friend, friends that are actors give me feedback, things mm-hmm. like that. I've I've tried to get really good at that mm-hmm. so that I'm really easy to edit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm it's not take. I'm not stumbling around. I'm not saying um. I'm I'm even feedback from video editors of like, how how should I say this? Or, how far back should I go if I mess up? Like some of those mm. things yeah. that make so it easier for, for an editor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's a
1: good tip.
2: Costs about 400 bucks a month for my editor. And the channel makes that in AdSense anyway.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah. So
2: it pays for itself. Yep.
1: Well, you make, yeah, you make more than $400. Whoa, wait. Oh, AdSense. Just from the AdSense. Yeah. yeah. Do we have that? Um, we do have it set
0: up. Fucking I just lie. need to connect Google AdWords what a fucking it's, it's collecting somewhere you're set, Jewish how are you just leaving AdWords. money on the table I told you I'm the worst Jewish guy ever you are I've been telling you that this whole time be a better Jew because <laughs> that's trying. why yeah, that's you know, why I I'll, reached I'll out I'll to the first place I'm trying yeah, bro. I'm trying I, know, I need your I reach help out getting to you? my Google AdWords dude you had your
1: yarmulke on it was Christmas I was going to my I was like I'm gonna work with that guy right there that's awesome nope fucking false advertising you're probably just trying to get in my pants that's obvious into my broke pants back then that is obvious so what's the goal right now as far as like channel progress you're having what's the best piece of like what are the best videos you're doing what's what do you wh- where's the progress there? like what's your next step with real estate
2: yeah you know a big thing that you guys said is like you run a, you run someone else's play for a while mm-hmm. and then you you realize like i can't run somebody's play forever right mm-hmm. how do i make this my own how do i make it this evolves. sustainable for myself to keep doing it and so one way I've done that is through, by doing series. Like, I did a series called Tampa Explained, where I, like, broke down the map and, like, mm. created a framework, like a decision-making framework. And I just like that kind of concept. Well, explain, explain.
1: Because yeah. so, I'm trying to run your play and make no, no. our channel better.
2: Yeah, you should. And oh, hear that? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you should. Your channel sucks. Oh, people Will. in Tampa are just, like, straight copying this right now. Are they? Oh, yeah. But you it's know not, how they do.
1: But it's not working? No.
2: Because um, so,
1: they're not. You got to get them under words, you, bro. I yeah.
2: created this framework. Say, okay, we're going to look at the whole area through this. We're going to talk about proximity, style, size, and cost. Okay. So then I'll explain some of these nuances about the Tampa area. There's tons of unincorporated area. It's strange. Right. But then we're going to break the map down. Okay, South Tampa. Okay, downtown. Okay, east suburbs. And, and like actually talk about them in that framework because then that playlist lives a certain way. And then somebody could easily go watch through that whole playlist and get a good feel and reach out.
1: And you feel like there's just a, there's so much there. It's worth more than one video. Yeah.
2: And it it creates, it writes the content for itself
0: as well. Are you doing screen shares for these or what are you doing? So
2: now I'm doing like a living on the water series where I am doing more screen shares and I am getting more in the MLS and I'm actually like letting people in my brain a little bit more of how I would like think about those kind of things. Yeah. And people seem to really like that. So explain
0: that. So you're showing a a map and you're talking about different areas on the map and stuff like that in real time. Yeah. And then, and so then
2: I just send a screen recording and I send my A roll to my editor, and then you know my face is just down in the corner.
0: And what are you from, doing with the MLS?
2: So I'll someone asked a, someone questioned like where what's the cheapest water view?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm like, I like that question. Let me literally go show and, you. And then what? that
2: like audience engagement, like hey, I'm okay with you guys driving the series a little bit. Like let's dig into this question. And it I mean it took me fifteen minutes to make the video.
1: And uh, then right, but it's not live. You pre record this, then upload it correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. It,
2: it could be live and I mean I've gone down that road a little bit, but I don't know if I want to. Yeah, you yeah. don't know
1: if, if like it's cool to do live and people could ask questions, but it just depends on if anyone's jumping on happens to yeah. jump on right when you're doing it. People tend to like want to research stuff and like watch times are great. Our watch time's like over ten minutes or nine minutes, whatever it is. Um people want to like consume it so they exactly. want to like yeah. hey like when they get off of work or whatever maybe like they want to sit on and consume it so popping on when it's live like that's so much different than like somebody popping on for like an instagram live We're like oh yeah cool i'm at my desk look like, yeah what fuck's this guy talking about oh yeah, yeah. it's different off of it yeah yeah yep, yep. so
2: yeah I'll, I'll show the mls and like actually you know type in the search like yeah we want a view of this and then like go l- show some listings yep and like criticize them too i'm like this isn't a real water view this is like a water view from the balcony of yeah. the gym so at the condo. Comp- yeah. it's like super relatable uh. yeah so, like,
1: the more people... And people appreciate that honesty. They do. Yeah. Because yeah. you can save them time. Because if they'd have gone yeah. to go look at that condo, like, dude, what am I doing here? Like, oh, this is the photo from the gym yeah, yeah. on the 14th floor <laughs> that everybody gets to use. Exactly. Like, yeah. Man, it's almost like, dude, bait and switch in, like, the uh, car industry is illegal. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You can't be marketing a car that you know is already gone. Like, the fact that, like, realtors can, like, market that is like... Yep. Well technically it is an ocean view. Yeah, if I'm up here working out with it, like you yeah. should disclose that. Yeah, bro. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like I don't know, man. Yeah, like way more grayer, And what yeah. realtors don't know is like, hey man, you're actually like you could be hurting your product because if your product is not as good as what people are imagining it to be when they show up, yeah. they've got this negative Different. vibe. Like I can't even explain how much when it comes to like listing a product, how if it's underwhelming when they get there because you set this precedence. Yeah. Yep. How much that hurt because now even though like it's under what they thought, it could still be great. But because you made it this, and now it's this kind of like you're going 160 miles an hour, and you slow down to 120, you're gonna feel like you're going so slow. Yep. Yeah. But you're but you're not. You're going 120 miles an hour, right? Like same thing. Like you make this listing this right because water because you're trying to compete with the real ocean yeah. views, wherever it may be, and it's not. It's like man, it could still be a great listing, but because people feel lower. Yeah. and what they expect it to feel when they show up. It's just, there's a negative stamp yeah. on it, and mm-hmm. it hurts you, versus like, just let the, be, let the property be yeah. what the property is, right. and just allow it to flourish, because people that can afford that one, because it's probably more affordable than the one that's on the real water, they're appreciative for like what it is. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. So just let it be that, right? Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. well,
2: people like that critical side. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, and you guys feel it with YouTube. I mean, That part of it's kind of annoying sometimes. They want the, the negative things.
0: Yeah. That, that's they, why people reach out to us Because they're like Hey you guys yeah. are just honest Exactly you No know bullshit yeah. If you don't like something You say you
1: don't like it Right yeah, I tell them all I don't like Eli all the time They do On yeah. camera yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah So man with your uh, With your channel So Ah oh, one more question Yeah How go. many subscribers do you have 8,000 There you go yeah, So okay. another thing I want to explain to you guys mm-hmm. He doesn't have 200,000 nope. Subscribers He doesn't have 500,000 subscribers He's got 8,000 But it's a mile deep Yep Yeah Yep. It's a super we've had over 2,000 reach outs. Right. You've got a super niche lane just like we do here in Denver. Yep. Yeah. But people are calling, text messaging, emailing, and they're wanting to buy a home with you. And then you're making that money on the commissions because people are choosing you as their mm-hmm. realtor. You don't need 100,000 subscribers. No. And matter of fact, mm-hmm. I don't know if channels like this will ever reach that height unless we do other stuff to it that could take away from the buying process right? to get it that big. But you don't need it that big. What you need to do is just focus on the fundamentals, understanding that a mile deep can yep. make you just as wealthy and successful as being wider. If anything, it can make you more, right? But right. super, super um, interesting. And I like some of the ideas you have because I think some of the ideas you have, we don't, we're don't we not implementing yet. Mm-hmm. And it'd be good for mm-hmm. us to maybe implement mm-hmm. some of those things to mm-hmm. like also push our channel. How far behind is your channel from our channel? A year? Six months?
2: January 2021 was when I started it. So what's Eight. that, about six months?
0: Mm, we were a, we're June 2020.
1: So June, and you were what?
2: January 2021.
1: So, June, so July, August, so. September, October. Yeah, yeah I mean, Eight months not far. So. Uh-uh. Great. Uh-uh. And a Junior in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, he was. He's a little uh, bit further behind. He's about a year behind us, right? I think so. Somewhere yeah. around there. Yep, yep, yep. Also crushes. Yep. And he's about to, I don't know if he's, is it the same financial success? Similar, um, right? Probably not far off, man. I think no. so. He's
0: done more frequency. He's done it more correctly f- for longer. Right. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, Sam, I mean, he just did it right out of the gate. Yeah. And Junior took a little bit of time, but like there. now he's yeah. super
1: capitalized. One a week he can here and court. there, you know, but now he's really capitalized. Yes. 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 Good. Good. Yeah. Real estate moving forward. Like what's yeah. your next endeavor, man? Like how are you building? What are you looking at doing as far as your business and growing it?
2: Yeah. So that kind of goes back to the time horizon. You know, I, I kind of mapped out 10 years when I started in real estate. Fuck
1: you did. You're so mature. Was, was end of year
0: one out of real estate already? Was that on your plan? No, but that
2: that like (laughs) agent and sales part was like phase one. Like how do I get past this phase one to be like the, the wholesaler and investor.
0: Okay. Yeah. And no, that's yeah.
2: always like, even why I got into real estate, you could, you kind of went the opposite way mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's just where my interests lie. Like, how do I like build a business that lets me like chase my interests Yep. yep. the whole yep. time? Right. Yep. So yeah, that's kind of phase two. I can't get over the that you were reading side.
1: a book on the plane. I'm like this fucking guy's like everything. I writing? On no, plane. I was journaling. You're That's right. journaling? Even more yeah, mature. I know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he's like everything. He's got he's got a little bit of like it peppered works. gray hair in like a great way. Yep, yep. I always wanted that. I was listening I have to
2: have a podcast. I was actually listening to Jocko. while journaling. Jocko interviewed on a, another podcast. Do you right.
1: journal with a with a feather and like <laughs> quill and ink? Like a quill and ink. That is a fancy pen though. He's everything like I want to be mature wise. Yeah. I'm just not blessed. Okay. He's got the bolt action pin. I rely more on talent. You're just more mature than me.
2: You got some talent.
1: Potentially. That's a good start. Yeah. You're journaling on there. Uh, no, I've journal. I I like journaling at home. I'll journal there. I'll journal on my phone a lot. Planes, I tend to like watch a movie. There you go.
2: Yeah, So so phase one was kind of like
1: agent- and this is your 10-year plan.
2: Yeah. How do yeah. I, then how do I build lead gen? How do I automate that? And then how right. do I just refer everything out? Yep. yep. Whether that's to a, a team, like a really,
1: really close agent. So let's agent break this out for, for agents that aren't are listening. Yep. Yep. So let's break this down for agents that aren't listening uh, or, or that are listening or anyone. What you're talking about was year number one was what?
2: Becoming an agent, building lead gen, and then referrals.
1: So practitionership. Yeah. Yep. So he's talking about learning, applying, Becoming proficient, and then scaling his proficiency with more transactions, where mm-hmm. he could provide that for other realtors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. What was year two?
2: That so that was phase one. So oh, these gotcha. aren't like specific years. Gotcha. Okay. But So the ne- next phase is like wholesales, and wholesaling, and rentals. Got it. Yep. And At, then phase as a buyer three, and and as an agent, phase three is large residential and commercial investing. Yep. And then phase four is is pretty much. Passive businesses and, like, live in Italy six months out of the year.
1: Where's agent attraction in there? Yeah, that's what?
2: that's what we need to talk about. Yeah. Because it, it needs to be right that's here in between here be phase,
1: phase, phase one and two. <laughs> Correct. Yep, yeah. Yep. Because, man, like, the number one thing people need to understand is how many folks there are to help, right? So yeah. he gets it so much over that organically. Yeah. And I'm like... Ah, uh, fuck. That's well, a clue, Well, and I'm starting bro. to see, like, like this is clue. the kind of
2: stuff I can help them with, right?
0: Yeah, dude.
2: 100%. It's not just, like, how to be a better agent. It's not just how to make YouTube videos. It's, like, fuck. how to, like, think of your life.
0: Well,
1: How
2: to, like, play in this business, right? It's all of it. And, like, yeah. what,
1: so now you're starting to get into, like, why I was successful at real estate. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I understood that through a decade in the Marine Corps. The leadership side. Police work, professional yeah, sports. Like, I had that idealistic approach to, like... Manipulating environments yep. and seeing the game within the game. Yeah, before I was even like playing the game. Like at some point, like when I was getting into real estate, like I already understood the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I started getting into real estate, and I'm working transactions, whatever it may be. The game within the game <clears throat> became super early on, and then us growing. Like for example, the audacity we had to grow a team. He was around longer than me in real estate, right? He lives just around, about just about a year, year and a half, I think. Yep, which is like an eternity, right? Oh. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. But we so my first year we're growing a team. So I did 34 deals my first year while also co-owning a team with Eli and getting them to the top 1% in the world for Berkshire. Yeah. It's a fucking audacity. But I understood, hey man, if I consider myself a 3 in real estate, a 4 out of 10 in real estate. Anybody that's a 4 or below, could I could I bring value to? Absolutely. So why don't we just have a ton of fucking fours out there getting better. And then as I'm yeah. as I'm getting better and learning more, I'm pouring it into them. You're literally building people under you as you increase, right? So like right. you don't have to wait until you're this know-it-all unless you want to go fucking talk like you're a know-it-all. That's yeah. the mistake people make. Yeah, yeah. Is you want to go run your mouth like you're a fucking know-it-all and you're not? Fuck you. Go be a know-it-all and then run your mouth in 20 years. Yeah. Don't say shit. Or document your process document your success talk about what's working for you people that want to do business similar to how you're doing business because yeah. they want to win how you're winning that's why we that's why we teamed up with jesse and jackson do we interviewed with the vice president of exp right we had yeah. mark patterson there's a tough guys doing thousands of deals yeah, a year yeah. we had pick of the litter where we wanted to go we went to the nobodies of that group and i'm not saying they're they're nobodies they're our fucking boys right yeah now, I'm saying nobody's is like status quo or or recognition or or network or street cred at EXP. Mm-hmm. These guys are probably the lowest on that scale, but had the highest return of value for us because of what they created. That's how we saw and envisioned our business. Yeah, I didn't need them to have taken the world over yet.
2: No, they just needed to be like a couple steps ahead of you. Yeah. That's and it. matter
1: of fact, it. it's better when yep. it's there because yeah. dudes that are have already made it, even if they're know-it-all, do they have the energy to pour into me? Right. right. When you're looking for mentorship or leadership, it's about finding people that are successful and are successful at like how you want to be successful. The second thing to that is like, hey, are they in a place in life where they're eager and ambitious to lead and pour into you? Because if they're not, then it doesn't matter how much they know. N- none of that matters. But Jesse and Jackson were winning the way we wanted to win. They were a couple steps ahead, but they were eager. They were hungry. And it's like, Hey, we matter to them. And I remember when we were looking at compass, they were offering a signing bonus and some other bullshit, right? We go, we interview with them in Cherry Creek and we were dude, we were hitting, we were top 0.5% in the world for Berkshire at this point. So like solid numbers, man, like not, not record breaking, but like pretty fucking solid. And we go there and this, this CEO lady, non-realtor lady, business lady, I'm sure she's successful in her own right. Was there to build, you know, Denver or whatnot. And like, She's not asking us any questions. She's just telling us all about compass and telling us all about stats and very Oh yeah, you remind me of a you remind me of a of a of a corporate person. You remind me of not a CEO but like you remind me of someone in a CEO's cabinet where we're sitting at a meeting with 20 people and you're the person in charge of like data yeah. analysis and you're up here spitting and writing shit on the whiteboard. I'm new to real estate. I ain't new to you. I know you. We had people like you in the military. I know where the battlefield actually is and how it's fought. You can keep fucking writing whatever you want up here. I understand correlation. I also understand when we matter. Now, Eli, good looking, super shredded, lean, right? (laughs) Loves Cherry Creek North. He's like, dude, these, these offices are awesome. Yeah. where I felt very proud because Eli is, is the majority of the value we add in this business, not mm-hmm. me. Not true. True. But go ahead. Where I felt <laughs> proud to give some values like, man, I know people. We don't matter here. And I don't mean yeah, we need yeah. to matter from an egotistical standpoint. No. But we were just a number, dude. You're going to throw this bullshit signing bonus and some ad spend or whatever. And I understood their marketing. Hey, we do all of your marketing. We got marketing specialists. They do all of it. It's like, oh yeah, you're just going to make us yeah, look yeah. like everybody else with a bunch of compass shit all over it. Mm-hmm. You're marketing compass through us. Yeah. I mm-hmm. fucking figured that out like this, right? Not that that's like something to brag about. You know, a lot of people that went there didn't see that. Mm-hmm. But when she's telling us all this shit, I'm sitting there and I'm like, you're giving us the same meeting you've given every other real estate team. Of course. Yeah. You're just, Right? Yeah. And I told him, I was like, dude, we don't matter here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, but we got to level up. I'm like, I agree. And where we're at right now with Berkshire, we've already decided this is is not the place where we're going to grow any further than we've already grown. But I don't want to make a move where we don't matter. We Mm -hmm. matter at Berkshire. Mm -hmm, They appreciate us. The volume we bring in does impact their business. And if I make a phone call, they pick up. Mm -hmm. We matter. So for now, hey, let's pause. Let's hold the fort down. And then we're here, and then you know we move into to EXP. But full transparency, it wasn't EXP. It was Jesse and Jackson and the people that they had mm-hmm. around them and talking to them. They didn't recruit us. We were talking on a podcast. We had Jackson on because he got referred to our podcast through another guy that was on our podcast. So if you don't have a podcast, get a fucking podcast. Relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We started talking, and that podcast very quickly, his light bulb went off. Mm-hmm. My light bulb hadn't gone off yet. But I literally, dude, I literally felt his light bulb go off because yeah, yeah. he's typically more quiet than I am. However, there's no ego in our in our business relationship or personal relationship, believe it or not. As much as I talk, he wants me to. Mm-hmm. And then I just do. Here's what's fun. He started, and, he, and this isn't just this one time. He does it a lot. And I know my place. But this is just one example. He starts asking more specific questions to Jackson on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I recognize his light bulb. And I don't know what it is, but I know it's on. Yeah. I shut the fuck up and just start listening. Yeah. And then my light bulb goes off. And then that podcast very quickly became, we were just asking our questions. And Mm -hmm. then after the podcast, it was, hey, man, we really need to sit down and just collaborate and and move this further as far as what this looks like. And Jackson's like, yeah, dude, all great. But the recruitment per se, the agent attraction per se was a relationship and a value add. We saw in Jackson that we then saw with Jesse. And, but when we moved over there with these guys, it's like, Hey man, you know, we matter to these guys, Mm -hmm. you know, which is, and I want to, because you, and they're also in a phase of like, they're on their grind. They want to conquer the world. And I hadn't met anybody yet in real estate Mm -mm. that wanted to like, conquer the world and i'm like oh you do motherfucker because so do i so yeah. get out of the fucking yeah, yeah. way yep. and they're like no no we don't have to get out of the way we can just do it together yep oh yep cool but dude like berkshire other places we were at i was like either either we're in a traditional structure where you know the ceo or the the lady the division lady for compass of course she wants mm-hmm. us to crush the world quote unquote yeah because then it just makes her look great but she doesn't have to help us do it it's like if you're right mm-hmm it's mm-hmm. different. And then when we're over she here, no, it's like, she
2: has no stakes in it. No,
1: she's nope. just there for yeah. fucking numbers and making sure people are producing so she can run her data analysis yeah, and yeah. explain to people why it's a fucking good thing. Right. She's probably like laid off Right now to, anyway. Yeah. No shit. Right. <laughs> but the point was, it was like, man, so like when you guys are looking at your business or whatnot, or looking at relationships, it's really diving into like what matters. What I, what I'm excited for you about is I can feel your excitement to help other agents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have more time with their in like, let's not talk deals. Like let's, let's say what deals are, yeah. have more time with their kids have more time with their wife, have more time with themselves. have more time to have other people grow. Like yep. your success and yeah. transactions have created a lifestyle that you appreciate. So right. now that you felt that and you succeeded at that, you're not helping agents get more deals. You're helping agents get more time with their family, mm-hmm. yeah. get mm-hmm. more independence. Make sense? Yeah. And you know that cause you feel it, but it's fun feeling like your excitement for that next phase of like, right. yeah, where the fuck does this go guys? Like, yeah, It goes everywhere because as you hit every phase, that's just more and more material, more and more wisdom, more and more experience that you can pour into the next level of person. Period. And And, it's so fulfilling, man.
0: Like it's cool doing deals and stuff, but man, like that time when you told me how it's like, how much time you got to spend with your newborn, like crazy. Right. Like that's, that's the thing where it's like no other deal fucking matters. That's just cool as shit that truly like, man, like you're, it's your son, right? Yeah. Like, his life is going to be drastically different than if you weren't there for that first yeah. year, like literally life changing, right? Like yeah. as much as you want to think helping someone buy a house is life changing. No, it's not. Is it really life changing or is it just a, a little phase of the, the, the next first place that deal that
2: my buyer's agent did was bigger than any deal I had done on my own. Oh, really? And that was like, Oh, say oh. that one more time. Like
0: this is bigger than, so I
2: was doing deals like four or 500 maybe. Yep. And then the first deal my buyer's agent did was 600.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: I was like, Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. So scaling is a thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fucking A. Fucking A. Yeah.
1: Dude, and like you just have to, like when people want to be luxury agents and stuff like that, and they set out, it's like, hey, man, cut that out. Because like luxury is a different ballgame. Luxury buyers or luxury sellers, you know. You need to gain the experience with people and understanding, because like, for example, nothing against any price point. So don't get fucking weird. But depending on the price point people are at, they're just happy to get a home. Yeah. And they're just happy to have home ownership. They're not overly fickle about inspections and stuff, but things have to be adequate because they can't afford to necessarily fix things. Right. right. But because they're motivated and because if something is available, that's within their price range where they don't have to rent anymore, they can actually have home ownership. then they're so stoked. And because you're not getting much friction from a buyer and they're not yeah. as experienced. Yeah. It allows you to learn transactions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Everything's pretty matter of fact, black and white. Right, and they're not punching back. Yeah, right. Like they're if they're you know like, but as you get into like higher, more prepared buyers, you start getting to the sixes, sevens, and eights. Now you're starting to work with families, successful people that have careers. Not that the other ones don't, but just maybe they've bought it's houses before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now they have more funds available to buy bigger homes. They've been through it, so they've got more questions. Mm-hmm and you're like, oh, I haven't had that question. They actually read the HOA documents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> like, hey, what's this? And now you're like, oh, like I actually shit. have to read HOA yep. documents. Oh gosh. Not because they're going to, I'm getting tested on it, but because if they have a question, I should be able to answer it right away yeah. or know where it's at in the HOA documents to get to it in a timely manner. Yeah. Right. So like they're just having like more questions, more preparedness, which requires you to be mm-hmm. a little bit more prepared. Like for example, right? Like, Kate, my significant other. She's smart. That's a struggle because I actually have to listen when she talks. Right? Like and I'm not being fucking funny. If I've dated a girl before that like has a job that's very like similar to mine or or it's in fitness, you know, whatever it is, it's like yeah, but like if Kate's telling me about her day and she's a software developer and other shit, it's like dude, I got to be got to locked in, right? And it's not like she's trying to create friction for me. It's just that who she is as an individual requires more attention. It's more respectable, right? Like, yeah, great. Same thing with your clients. It's like your buyers that start getting to higher price points. They're not trying to be an asshole. Okay. And like, dude, we ran into this with some of our agents. Oh, my client's such an asshole. We're like, you know, like, and then keep fucking asking us. Like, no, dude, they're not an asshole. Yep. You're a fucking asshole. Yep. Cause secondly, they either just don't know because they haven't done a ton of real estate and, you just haven't explained it well enough to where they understand it. So you're the asshole yeah. or, hey man, they're just actually more prepared in this yeah. process than you are because they have bought and sold more they homes. They might have more information
2: than
0: you.
1: Yeah. And they've just bought yeah. and sold more homes and you've even done as transactions or maybe you've done more transactions, but you've gotten away with just doing the minimum. Yeah. These people actually do their research with city and county HOA documents and they've got questions for you or they've gone over zoning or ILC surveys and things that you normally just check Boxes yes or no one, like they've actually got questions on them. Okay. Yeah. You're just not prepared to answer them. Yep. So the more you get into that higher price points, the higher level of, of agent you have to be. A lot of people think being a luxury agent is like marketing it and I get a dress really nice and like I sell luxury. It's like, dude. No. Like we've had we have a lot of luxury buyers. Yeah. Right? We do a lot, well over a million dollars. The preparedness and experience you have to have to handle those people. Not only is it transactional like that, but at the same time, it's not about affordability. Nope. Some of these guys, dude, it's about just getting them a win. It's yeah, principle. Yeah. Okay? Uh-huh. These guys operate off principle, dude. Yeah. 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 Like I'm crazy. talking to one, uh, dude, I'm talking to one of our buyers. You know who I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, Boulder. Yep. 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 You know who I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Uh, he went to Shaws with me. Yep. I won't mention his name. This dude has access to like the underground market of like samurai ancient like samurai
2: oh people are into that so, yeah.
0: but he
1: has access to like the underground dude like and he's talking about some of the stuff and like how much it is and this and that but like dude japan and other Gosh. these other guys that like own it mm-hmm. they're rich as fuck they don't yep. need your fucking five million dollars they don't need nope. your five because they got stuff all the yeah. way from a couple hundred dollars to millions upon yep. millions right yep. and he gave me this book to read and he gave me some other articles to like read because like, hey, you should come with me sometime. Like you should invest in some of the stuff. You love this stuff. You know, it's like mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, Rolex is cool and cars are cool. But this man, this is history. Like yeah. this sword, this thing right here was made in like sixteen hundred whatever. And you're yeah. just Holy like, shit. wow, right? Holy like, shit. dude. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like when you go and you get invited into some of those rooms, if you don't know what you're looking at. If you don't have any understanding of like what things are, you just want to mm-hmm. go in and like buy something, you're fucking ex, dude, you're fucking you're blacklisted. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Cuz they don't want no part of it. Like s- at some level like they want these pieces to be to be appreciated yep. and understood because it's like, hey man, do you know like if you pull a samurai sword out and you just leave it out in the elements like out in like nice normal weather, like you'll get surface rust to it? You'll uh, get it. damaged yeah. like because it needs a certain type of oil. Yep. It's got to be covered and cared for like so, like, they show you one of these swords, and it looks like it's chrome. Mm-hmm. Understand, though, how well did that have to be coveted yeah. Yeah. to still look like that thousands of years later, bro? And they want your fucking ass, but nope. Yep. And they, and they don't need happen. the money. They don't need, they don't the, need money. the fucking money, right? Yep. So, like, it's very, but, like, he also happens to be one of our, four, you know, four, two $4 million buyers. Like, and a lot of the stuff that was coming down to it was, like, deals. And here's the other thing, man. When people can afford that much, dude, they've got options. Yeah. They can build, yeah. they can buy pretty much whatever they like. You, you if you can afford four million dollars in Colorado, like there's not much you can't buy out here. Or man.
2: they can rent a place for twenty grand a month, and they're he not did. like batting an eye at it. He right? did, yeah, and then
1: because yeah. he had his place completely remodeled, exactly, uh, completely other story. But like, <laughs> super cool, right? But like, if you don't understand human beings and how they operate, and if you're still so busy, like for example, if you want to look at like war or football. If you're, if you don't like, if you're so, if you're like a running back in football, if you're a quarterback in football and you're so novice, right? That like everything is moving so fast in front of you that like, you're just throwing it to the first receiver. What you think you see is open because like everybody around you, you got like this tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. If you're so novice or new or inexperienced or just not talented at the actual practitionership of real estate contracts, legalities, how things need to be worded you're never going to pick your head up out of that paper and see the transaction from a bird's eye view and see what that guy's saying. Yeah. And what he's saying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Like in finding out like his, his traits, his personality, where he needs a win. And for that client, we knew where to find a win in order for that house to be good. And by the way, that house is significantly more expensive. How's that kitchen looking? Baller. So
2: so did you buy him a samurai sword? Is that the wind you got for him?
1: No, but how we negotiated the deal. And, dude, we, ha- we went cold on this deal. Mm-hmm. We also, like, with enough of our experience, because let me tell you about not all of them. There are some agents in Boulder that are very interesting. As in, like, if you don't live in Boulder or you're oh, a Boulder yeah. agent. Yeah. Even, like,
0: even brokerages. Compass like, will not allow a non-Boulder agent if you're at Compass in Denver, you can't do a deal in Boulder. That's yeah. weird. It's, it's like up. this yeah. little, it's like its own little covenants 45 minutes well, right? up the road. Yeah. Stupid. Fuck you, Boulder.
1: But the way that they behave, right? The problem is like, you can do that. But if guys are good enough and sharp enough and they call your bluff, they're going to call your bluff. We went cold on this deal. Knowing it was going to go cold. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. let it go cold. The reason why we were able to let it go cold is because we did well enough with the client of where he wanted to be on the deal financially yeah. and where he was prepared to walk away and be okay with it. Even if we got ghosted. Mm-hmm. And I literally to this day told him if we submit here, we're going to get ghosted. Yep. And that's okay. Cause I work for him. Yep. Yeah. I just need him to be prepared because if we get ghosted and then you want to call back a day or two later, they yeah. got gotcha. you. Yeah. They've got you. And now you're going to pay whatever you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right. But we got him in a place where like, Hey, up, uh, at least in this phase, a dollar more. I don't care if they ghost me for a decade. Yep. All good. So just getting your clients to commit and understand where they're at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we go cold on this deal for how long? Mm A couple weeks. I think, bro, bro, Mm -hmm. we're fucking dude. We're fucking gnarly with this shit, right? Well, and helping
2: them see that you can play the game. Uh huh. We understand the game and
1: also playing. Right. So preparing him for what's going to happen. Hey, Hey, it's going to go dark. The second he felt like we were
0: going, the second he felt like we weren't on his side. Yeah. He's with another agent. Absolutely. Promise you. Yeah.
1: Promise you. So you got to support him while also giving yeah. him proper education of like here's what it could look like. Hey, yeah. it's going to go dark. If we're here, it's going to go dark. He's like, We'll go dark. Like, yep. Good to go. Yep. Yeah. Cause as long as he knows what he's getting himself into, that's fine. But if I'm like, oh yeah, no, like because well, some people think like, well, if you lowball, like, well, okay, like, well, what's the worst that could happen? Like they they're gonna encounter us anyway. And that was his first rebuttal, okay? Was all right, well, if we're here, all right, well, they're probably gonna counter us anyway. So then we should just go here and I go. No, not necessarily. You can come in so low that it can come off disrespectful to yeah. a seller because just as much as your principal as a buyer, yep. someone that can afford these levels of home, they're principal too. So the fact that you're spitting in their face, yeah, they're and I told him, if we're here, right, honest, even mm-hmm. dude, mm-hmm. he was on, was on the call. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, bro, no, no, they're going to ghost us. Yeah. this is spitting in their face. But hey, I'm still going to, we're still going to submit and we still got your back, but here's what I think is going to, I don't think we're going to get a counter. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to get ghosted. How I knew that was by having proper conversations with the listening agent. I know she was a little stuck up and a little boulder-ish to us, right? She was was able to navigate. Like I was able to get some conversation of her where I could pick up what she was putting down. If I'm still trying to understand real estate and terminology, I'm not reading between the lines of what she's saying, yeah, and I'm fucking missing it. Correct, like mm-hmm. Tom Brady's going to throw the ball where the receiver is going to be, not where he is. Understand? Yep. If you're still trying to catch up to football and you're and throwing he's it where mad he is, at that
2: receiver, if they're not there,
1: correct. Right? But if if he's still if he's throwing the ball where someone's at, it's too late. So I'm doing the same thing in real estate, and I know it. So cool. So we, but buyer was prepared. All so when it gets ghosted. Hey, we'll go look at some other stuff. Cause he's okay if he gets ghosted. Yeah. But he's not, it's like, Hey, if they're not even open to negotiations, then I'm okay. to just not even talk to him. Good. That's a win for me. I don't need yeah, to win the mm-hmm. house. I need to win as in I'm okay with where the client's at. Right. Good to go. Bro, we go dark for weeks. And then she had to call us. Shh, shh. Right. She yeah. fuck dude. Not only does she ghost us. Right. Cool. Now here's my thing with agents. I don't like when agents ghost each other. So if my if if I'm right. selling a house and you submit an offer, okay? And it's low, it's whatever, it's 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 you know, blasphemy to the seller, okay? And they're like, "We're not even going to decline that. We're not even going to rub. we're not even going to counter. Fuck that. Just let it expire." Me as a listing agent, I'm going to reach out to you and go, "Hey man, here's here's where the conversation was." Yeah. And they're just going to let this thing expire. Cuz you and I are to an extent are on the same team as realtors yeah. to, to cause representing your clients, having a fiduciary duty to your clients is sometimes helping them from getting in their own way. Yeah. Right. Even if it's not going to go well, etiquette professional to professional, I'm going to let you know, Hey man, they're just not going to move forward. But if you guys have something else to, to submit, you know, I'll definitely get it in front of them. Yeah. She didn't even do that. Mm-hmm. Not only did they go, through, she goes there, but here's what's fun. And she has to reach back out.
2: You know, that seller came yeah. back to her, said, come yep. on, we got to talk to them. And then yep. when she yep.
1: comes back, it's like, hey, guys, hey guys how yeah. are you? It's yeah. like, oh, shut the fuck up. Come on. Apologize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. taking ego out of real estate, we didn't ghost her. No, fuck her. No, we didn't even make her apologize or even address that it was even apparent that she yeah. ghosted us. We all just acted like it didn't happen. Now we're talking fucking deal got done, stu- and then we're yep. good to go but like it's man it's but like dude that's luxury that luxury listing is not having a black and white sign rolling up in your m m bmw three series no, with no. your fucking black Yeah, thanks tie for on.
0: correcting that because i ain't driving a fucking m3 no I'm driving a three series i got
1: i know like yeah it's it, it's that it's like dude it's navigating yeah. it's navigating that bro you know it's almost like jujitsu like oh i want to be a black belt no you don't yep no you mm. don't uh-huh. the time the energy the injuries yeah the sweat the fucking whatever that you and yeah. then but by the time you get to be a black belt you know your physical competition going on is merely a a representation mm. of a psychological battle the battle is psychological that's just being displayed in its physical form yeah mm-hmm. correct dude that's luxury shit bro mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but everyone wants to just go it's like dude you won't you're going to be so far off. You won't even know the key indicators or the signs. Like you won't even know what you're. If you can even land
0: the goddamn client. You know
1: what? I, yeah. You know what? Like luxury clients. That, like you being a newer realtor or just a not a, not an adequate realtor wanting to be a luxury agent. You know what? it Reminds me of us being in this world, not seeing all the energy and ghosts and other shit around us that we just don't know. Yeah. Right. But then you do like psychedelics and you're like, oh my God. Like
0: there's like other shit right here. I (laughs) swear to
1: God, that's what it is because it's like, hey, there's so much around you with what people are saying Mm -hmm. and little seeds that are getting planted that like, but you're not even coherent to it. It's like, you don't even know how hard it is to be successful at this, right? Like it's that. So like for agents that want to do that, it's like, hey, you got to learn how to be a great professional. And then as you increase price points, sell points get higher. Yeah. Allow it to take its Mm course. Don't try to go white belt, black belt, man. Like be appreciative, humble and hardworking at all Mm -hmm. of these belts you're acquiring along the way, because I promise you they fucking matter to when you're here. And then when you're here, you're prepared. Right. Right. Makes sense. And let's not forget that we're trying to make sure that the client experience and you are representing them appropriately. Like you also have to make sure that And if you're not a black belt, why are you servicing that? Right. Mm hmm. I don't know. Sam, you were about to time. tell us about a client story before yeah. we started this podcast. Yeah, oh, this sorry. is a funny one. Let's, oh, yeah. Let's,
0: let's hear it. Let's, let's Asian? hear about it.
2: Yeah, an Asian yeah. lady. Okay. Um, she's quite hard to understand on the phone. And uh, you you deal with it. Navigate it. Sure, the, sure. The retiring couple from Vegas selling their house out there, had cash okay. to buy a place. Okay. And I've been, like, nurturing this lead for three or four months. Uh-huh. And then they're about to come down, about to look at places. Like, all right, we're ready to go. And they're like, ah, actually, our agent out here referred us to somebody. We're going to go with ah, them. shit, yeah. Like, all right. Yep. No sweat. Like, yep. we didn't show you anything. Who cares? Yep. Good luck. So, they're in Tampa. Yep. I, when we, I landed yesterday in Denver, I had a voicemail from her saying, <laughs> nice. hey, we want to buy a different place.
0: Different place than Tampa? Yeah. Okay. No,
2: no. Different place in Tampa.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay. So,
2: my buyer's agent just signed it. He texted me right before this. Just signed an exclusive agreement with
0: her. So, she reached back out.
2: So, now we're going to buy them a new house, and sell their house. Yeah. Just because we we still had an impression on her.
0: Uh, yeah, I, more, yeah, I yeah. wanted to
2: tell the story because like...
0: So like, she ended up not using the other agent.
2: No, she used the, the, the other agent to buy their house.
1: Oh, but now, now you're selling it. Now and wants buy. to
2: sell it and buy a different one.
1: God, it. And so it wasn't it. a good experience for them.
2: It wasn't that bad, but I still made an impression. Yeah. And I still had a dumb drip campaign going from the MLS that I yeah. forgot well, to turn off. It's, not dumb.
1: it's yeah. a drip. And on top Isn't of that... that it's also yeah. your content. You still have content yeah, going on. Exactly. So she is. was she a Still sees it. She was a YouTube buyer originally, correct? Yeah. Goes with someone else, but like she still sees all of your consistent content. And like mm-hmm. when you're going to help her buy her, sell her house right now, everyone understands like that this market is way more stable, way more regular yeah. than what it was eight nine months ago. Right. And they need. It's like oh, a monkey can't sell your house right now. Mm-hmm. No. So they see mm-hmm. your your production. They see everything that's going on. I, I'd venture to say that's that cool. your brand and your consistency is like, hey, this guy can probably do a better job at selling this for us and helping us navigate like the purchase. Mm-hmm. And
2: since she came in through YouTube, she knows people call me because of YouTube. Oh yeah. You
0: got like, buyers. I have
1: more buyers than yes, other sir. people have. That's
0: what we tell people all the time. 100%. Yeah. yeah that's what we tell people all the fucking time. Yeah. Brand.
1: Brand. Yes. Like if there's one word for that, yeah. it's, it's it is brand. Yep. Period. Right. Sorry. And,
2: and that, that, that style of brand on YouTube that, that all of us have built Mm-hmm. shows so much of what you're like.
1: And here's what I want people to, 100%. But, even, dude, we've had so many clients. If I had to pick and choose, and this is why it's important to understand, like when you go to like a traditional brokerage, whoever, whoever, and they start teaching you, like when I went to Keller when I was first starting real estate, they teach like, all right, so what's your ideal client? I'm fucking five minutes. I was at Keller for a day, by the way, right? Yeah. I figured that one out. And it wasn't Keller, it was the people. But they're starting to talk to you about like your ideal. Okay, so what's your ideal client? All avatar. of them. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so they're, yeah. they're 34. Yeah. I don't know why I have yeah. this voice, but it yeah. reminds me of myself. I've been, they're 34. They're on their, their second or their third kid, so they need to upgrade and get more space. So they're probably selling their small house. And they're, mo- Dude, stop yeah. it. Here's the thing you don't know who's into you. I learned this, no, dude. No idea. And this is why I left Keller. So when I left, when I was getting ready to get into real estate, we would do booths for like uh, the fitness company I was with, we would sell memberships and different stuff, right? And I remember putting out um, tents and doing tons and tons of memberships. And dude, there was a day where like I was being a little bit lazy or whatnot. I had some youngsters with me that were young hustlers, so I could kind of like pick and choose who I wanted to like speak to to get some memberships going. And these guys couldn't touch me, bro. I could convert way better than them. However, on one day when they were beating me, it's because I was picking and choosing who I was speaking to. And there were several people that were like walking up into the stores that we were having booths at that I was assuming wouldn't, wouldn't be interested. Oh, yeah. They weren't making eye contact or whatever, right? But like once they got spoken to, huh? Oh, well, what do you guys have? And they got it. And it's like, you never know. Same thing with your brand, dude. We've got young people, old people, yep. all races, all yeah. personalities, yep. all everything that are into us. And it's like, and Eminem also mentioned this. Eminem was, was at some arena for one of his like first super large uh, concerts. And he talked about how he kind of like thought who his, his ideal like fan was. And then for some reason, like the lights came on at the beginning of the concert, like when they weren't supposed to or something like that. And they shut right back off. And he saw like how many like teenage white kids were in there that related to him. And it was like, Oh shit. And it's a Testament to like, don't think, you know, who's your market. Right, like, right, and we have so many vats. What you need to do is realize that, hey, here's what your brand should be: consistent, quality, a value add, informative, yeah, client first, yeah. That is it. Dash, throw some entertainment and you, in there, yeah. Enter, entertaining, yeah. Value add. I, I yep. put that with yep. value yep. add, right? But like, the bottom line is then let people make the decision to call yeah. you, yeah. 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 And you'd be surprised how many people are into you. And I promise you, dude, we have mm. people that have different political views on us we don't talk political views on our youtube channel but you can just tell where certain sure. people sit with certain things or so they might make comments I'm while you're out so oh,
0: surprised yeah. so some of the people still like they'll i'll jump out of zoom call to them I'm like in my head i'm like
1: you guys called us cool <laughs> some <laughs> yeah, of it cool. is hey yeah. you're just so top of mind because you're first to the clients but the bottom line is regardless of all of that what your brand really is is like hey no like and trust. Yep. They don't yep. need to go to the same church or or have political views as me. Yep. They need to trust that we're going to get the job done. Yeah. That uh, uh, some of these higher luxury clients that I'm talking about that have very, very, very exclusive jobs within social media. We'll leave it at that. Meadow, we'll say that part. He literally said, "Hey, I have a time window, but when I've got an opportunity to like execute moving for me, because I'm a busy guy." Yeah, but you guys are consistent. It sounds like you know what you're talking about when you guys speak. You're honest. You've got a good product, so you take pride in what you're doing. And he said all of these things is made him feel like that's how you're going to approach the actual real estate. You're going to be consistent with me. You're going to be getting it done in a a timely manner because you guys are. You Mm -hmm. guys have all these clients yet you're still doing this many videos a week, and you're consistent with it. So he's like, hey, the work ethic and professionalism you're showing with your channel is how I'm imagining you're going to show in your actual profession. Right. And I trust that. Yep. You think he gave a shit what toilet paper I use or what my favorite car is or NASCAR driver is? Uh-uh. No, man. It was like, hey, I'm trusting you with the most expensive sell or buy year to date in my life. I need to trust that you're going to get it done. And like, yeah. that's what most realtors need to understand. Hey, this is the most expensive sell or buy or both in people's life. Yeah. And you're trying to be cute on TikTok? Yeah. If you happen to be funny, be funny. Sure. But you've also got to be professional and informative and like give a reason why people can consider mm-hmm. you with that level of purchase, man. Yeah. And if you're not then you're doing them a disservice. Right. And if you're and if you don't and if you're wondering why people aren't using you but you're just being funny like you're doing a disservice to yourself expecting that that should convert for you. No, man, being professional and educational and giving some form, shed some light on how you're going to approach the yeah. game. Dude, it's super important like mm-hmm. who listens to Peyton Manning and thinks he wouldn't be a great teammate. Mhm. Right. Right. Like he's not a comedian, but he happens to be funny. Yeah, he's pretty funny. But he's well spoken. He, he's put together. And you're like, hey, man, that's just a good dude right there. Yeah. Could care less what he names his kids. Right. When it comes to, hey, I think that guy's going to be a great teammate for me. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing when you guys, so when I, I guess what I'll leave, leave, and then you guys can have your, your final statements. But I, what I'll leave everybody with today is that's brand. Brand is how quality is it? Like, for, here's another example. I'll leave you with this. How many times have we worn a hat? where we don't necessarily care about the brand or our favorite gym shirt that has something, but like, it's just a quality shirt Mm -hmm. and it wears good on you and you like it, dude, you'll wear it. It's the same thing, right? Like, how quality is your content? Yeah. Are you using good cameras? Are you paying attention to lighting? Are you consistent? That shows you're professional. Oh, I can be consistent? That means I'm disciplined. It means I'm professional. Yeah how well do you speak to yep. your content you also circulate yep yeah. and then do you have a personality are you are you open to being yourself on camera and, and allowing that to come through that shows yeah. you're comfortable which means yep. you're probably vetted yep. in something right and then your follow up that's brand when it comes to your logo or yeah. your name it's yeah nothing. man give it some yeah. thought just don't just understand that that's not the foundation of what people are really mm. trusting you with makes sense yeah. mm-hmm. what about you
0: guys um sam i'm just curious when you're when we can expect this new uh, agent training channel where you can share your wealth of knowledge that you have Ooh. yeah
2: that's great Ooh. And, yeah I, wanted, I want to talk about three things that like I talk I that steer every video I do sure so in every video I want to show that I can be trusted so that I'm honest mm-hmm. I want to show that I'm client focused or that mm-hmm. I have people's best interests in mind mm-hmm. and that I I'm decent at real estate mm-hmm. that I can close a deal I don't need to show that I'm the best but mm-hmm. hey we get deals done mm-hmm. and every agent, can do all three of those things with one story at the top of a video, mm-hmm. right? Talk about that. You can tell one story about a client that you helped and they were like going through this decision and you helped them think about it this way. Yep. Like that story demonstrates all of those things.
1: A 100%. story like, hey, I was working with this client. This sort of thing happened. This is what yeah. we did
0: like along those here's lines. What I
1: love about co- So here's what I love about what you're getting into like with coaching, right? It's like Magic Johnson, amazing player. Coach the Lakers for like six months and they fucking can disaster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a different level of talent when required, like that's required when it comes to leading and coaching. Yeah. Some guys that were average players can coach great. They just see like McDaniel's, the the play caller for the yeah, Patriots yeah. during their prime. Like, I don't even know if the guy played football, but like, fuck, man, the guy was just yeah. on it, right. And then you do have great players. Now, I do say, like, this isn't football. Football requires an extraordinary level of talent to play professional football. So, no, I don't think you need to be a professional football player to be a great coach. However, when it comes to business or real estate, like, you've got to have some level of success with going through transactions. You just do. so you're familiar with the practitioner side before you begin to, you know, to teach the branding side. Or if you're going to teach the branding side, just stay on it like Jackson. Doesn't yeah. do but he just teaches the branding side. He doesn't try to mm-hmm. carry over. When you can be the mm-hmm. unicorn and have experience in both and have an understanding of how to create mm-hmm. content. That's what I feel Eli and I do really well is we are getting great at creating teachables that correlate to our success yeah. that give people the how to's in order to yeah. translate the success to themselves. Yeah. Makes sense. And like mm-hmm. that's what I'm excited for you for because I feel like it'll be a win. We, him and I've been talking about that for a while because you guys connect a good amount. Mm-hmm. He's been mentioning that about you for a while. So now it's just time. Yeah, it I'll is. Be, I'll be it watching. is. It is. I'm excited for it. I'm excited. I
2: want to go back and say one thing. Like early on, mm-hmm. when I first connected with you guys, mm-hmm. Will, you and I had a Facetime call. Yep. And I was like, I was pretty excited about where the
1: I felt you were like, in the car, right?
2: No, no. This was before that. I remember that one. Like in the dark. Yep. Yeah. I was like navigating some stuff with a with a luxury client actually on that. <laughs> yep. But before that, I was like. I was trying to get to to a place where I have multiple deals under contract at a time. Like, Mm -hmm. that's like the next step. And you can only like level up from wherever you are, right? So -hmm. I can't like, I'm not going to get to 34 deals from one. I'm going to get to two from one. Yeah, correct. So I was like getting, feeling kind of excited about like where this is going and your reaction. Most people would think you're just being a dick, (laughs) but (laughs) it's just like, it was just like, so, but it was what I needed. Did I say
1: so? What did I say? Do you remember what I said to you?
2: You said, "That's not anything." Like you, you, you know, you're like you. Need to, you need to think bigger. Like it's that's what though. it was. It's yeah. true. Because and that from then on, like I will not associate with people that are impressed with me. Yep,
0: yep, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like and it that's so no many benefit. agents. They feel like people are impressed with them because they're like going out on their own. They're starting their own business. But yeah, yeah. no, no, you need no, to man. silence those voices that are impressed with you. Yeah. Because they're pulling you down.
1: Well, because of who you can be. Yeah. And like, like, and this is, limiting. Where, this is what, this is where like you just get it, which is credit to you, right? Because most people will take, they'll hear some of that and they think that, you know, like that that's belittling or that's, you know, like talking down or whatever. And it's like, no, no, I'm empowering you. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. actually getting you to open your mind to like how powerful and who you can be versus you having this feeling over here like you've arrived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've made it. And it's like, you start feeling like that now. You ain't winning a Super Bowl, okay? Mm-hmm. Like if, like the Browns losing their fucking mind because they want a playoff game, I get it.
2: Or that guy popping champagne at the Raiders game, okay? Last Sunday
1: when they were up twenty three seven. But it's like, dude, it's like, hey, man, like I get it, but you gotta have composure, man. Like you just have to understand how much more it's gonna require a certain level of of intention and yeah. even you know and consistency with it. But like, hey, if you've got the capacity for it. And I feel you do. That's why I'm talking like that to you in the fucking first place. The yeah. fact that I'm talking to you like it's respect, guy, yep. it's respect and it's yeah. empowering and like, Hey, we want you with us. Right? Like, yeah, it's a disservice if I celebrate you at that level, Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm not, not celebrating where you are yet. I'm just keeping no. you focused on like, Hey man, here's where we could be. But a lot, so many people will take that offensively versus realizing like, Oh, Hey man, these guys are treating me as a peer. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah. And, they're, and they're opening my mind and empowering me to more. That's actually a show of respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period, man. Mm-hmm. Show of respect, mm-hmm. which is what more need. And mm-hmm. then the tough side of that is like, hey, you should expect more of yourself. Like, hey, let's not, let's, let's not pat ourselves on the back where everyone else is. Let's, right? Or utilize, it. like him and I, like, we've had a couple high fives. Yeah, you should. But, that, but I'm talking literal. Yeah. Him and I have had some significant wins where we had like the biggest months. That was a goal. Like yeah, yeah. $100,000 a month was a goal for us, right? Like, what did we do? Nothing. You no, know, we slapped high five.
0: Like, I mean, maybe literally
1: like no, a high five no, or No, I a fist remember. Bump. It. We literally yeah, yeah. slapped high five. Yeah. and then But then I think, hey, yeah, that's it. Let's get back to it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but where I'm, and that sounds like, man, you're fucking hard on yourself. True. I know. People true. say that to me too. But I'm also very forgiving of myself, as in, and he can he can attest to this. If I'm just having a day, I'll take a fucking day. If I'm just having a day where I'm fucking being weird or like something's yeah, kind of yeah. getting to me and I'm, up, I'm about to take it out on him or I'm just being weird, I've literally told him like, hey, dude, I'm going to go get a hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go fucking take a nap because <laughs> yep. if I feel myself where I need to have it, because I don't waste any time anywhere else and because I don't gaff mm-hmm. off, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have to force myself to do something every once in a blue moon, probably once a year. I need to fucking just tap out. Mm-hmm. And it's spontaneous. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it's, when it, when it's, I don't know what day that looks like. I don't plan for it. It's unexpected. But because we're so dialed and so focused, when I need to take a day, I'm so forgiving of myself to do it because I know how much progress we've made. Even if I'm having a frustrating yep. day, I don't negate our success. Yep. But if I'm gaffing shit off and I'm not working as hard as I should be, then I do have to fucking work that day even though I don't want to. And that's just going to make my gaffing off and shit fucking worse. But because we're so... Like you go to the gym every day and then you want to take a day, you very rarely feel guilty for not going. When you fucking, yeah. right? And you're just like, man, I'm just not feeling it. Like, all right, cool, man. Like, fucking go eat some fucking popcorn, eat some ice cream, watch the game, shut the fuck up, get back up tomorrow. And I've had days with the gym before where like, I don't go, and I watch Sunday Night Football, like maybe family's out of town or whatnot. Like, I'll eat a large pizza, some fucking ice cream. I'll watch Tom Brady whoop somebody's ass, and I'll sleep like a fucking baby, guiltless. Yeah. Wake, But I wake up the next day, and I get after it. And I know there's gonna be a little lag because I eat some pizza or something. But then you just get fucking after it. But it's that, you know. But uh, but like it's fun to watch some of you guys just really start to progress, mm-hmm. and then and then also like watch it take on a mind of its own. Where like you clearly have your own vision. It's in the same framework of what we're all doing. Yeah, yeah. But it's your vision on how you want to do it. And now you've got a channel where like he's probably taking notes where we can make improvements on our videos mm-hmm. because of you, mm-hmm. right? 100%. Which is like which is super cool, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Karate Kid's going to be Splinter one day, right? Or like Mr. Or Michelangelo Monaghi. or fucking Raphael, right? Yeah, but I'm not Splinter.
0: Yeah. You're fucking Splinter.
1: I ain't Splinter.
2: Why not? You I'm, don't want to be Splinter?
0: No, I'm not Splinter. Who's
1: Splinter? No. Fucking. Who would be Splinter? I don't know. Gary V. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of looks like him. Does he? Gary V looks like he's gonna be Yeah, the gray hair little mouse. Yeah, yeah I could see all yeah, the little business he like that. I didn't <laughs> want to call him a rat. It was intentional, called him, <laughs> him a mouse. But no man, it's been fun having you here. I know you yeah, got thanks, friends man. to go see while you're in town. Yeah. Um you can't be hanging out with us the whole time, but super appreciate this. Where, and where like can when you people said, find you oh, and yeah. what's your channel called?
2: Yeah, Living in Tampa FL it's, our, yep. it's the channel. So yeah, kind of all over. All over on YouTube.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. It's
2: TikTok, Instagram with those, living in Tampa FL and then Do you the, have
0: a personal like Instagram?
2: Yeah, the Sam Coddle okay instagram E-C-M and twitter bottle. really yep.
1: where i am baller yeah super excited and like you know when you were talking about this is what i'll leave everybody with this a second thing you were like hey dude um if you guys got some time like let's get together let's brainstorm some things that i, I want to cover i want to do like you know wh- while i'm in town and i can take some of those thoughts back to florida yeah cool hop on the podcast mm-hmm. and then let's just make some content out of it and then you yes can also sir. take that with you right so like it's realizing like for everybody out there wanting to to make a brand or whatever, or they're capitalizing their brand. Hey, it's not just about creating the content like we do with like YouTube, right? It's also about yeah. capturing yep. yeah, every day what you're out there doing or the conversations you're having. Cause not only can you, you progress from that, but then you've also got that, that you can push out on social media and yeah. who knows who that's going to help. Mm-hmm. But now you've got a full hour and something of content you can take. But with I, you.
2: I also wanted to be on the podcast, but, Good, we but, wanted, but I wanted to show up to your yeah. event. I wanted to support what you guys are doing, add yeah. value to your team. Yeah. And then see what happens. Yeah, I didn't cool. ask.
1: Yeah, it was uh-uh. so funny, man, because like my midterm memory is bad, and he fucking said Phoenix for whatever reason. You were Phoenix. talking about somewhere, and it made my brain think you were from Phoenix, and it threw me off. And I'm like, "You're like, wait, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know, know, know this guy." <laughs> <laughs> and then once he was like, I was like, "Hey, who's that?" He's like, "Oh yeah, the Florida guy." Go, fuck so like, you, oh, man. That's him. Yeah, still I still haven't know he where he got Phoenix from, but yeah, listen, he has a he has like this whole owning his part. So I like struggle with him. We're working, I've got like a, I've got a rubber ball. I've got a couple of other like cute, <laughs> One cute of those, things like, for you. Paddles. We're working on it. Yeah, yeah, I'm working Yeah, yeah. My pain way retains, but yeah, then he yeah. likes the pain. <laughs> so that's for another podcast, but no, man, super Jeez. appreciate you making time for the event. I also, yeah. you know, when you're looking at our event, yeah. Eli can help you out as well, like going over our event, bright, going over how we market it, going yeah, over yeah. where we started, because like when you're watching the event, I want you to see it from a practitioner side, not only yeah. of, of whether yeah, it's a did. good event yeah. or not, but like, hey, how could I be applying this myself where I'm at to educate more yep. realtors, yeah. and, and that's oh.
2: me standing at the in the back of the room. Yeah. I have got a, I've got a wide view of this event. I'm trying to like understand. And you're looking a lot at the branding. You're like, oh, yeah. they got
1: branding. Oh, they got these QR codes and these QR codes put people into a public Facebook group where they can learn every week. And then if they do want to team up and build their brand, yeah. oh, then it's sparking these conversations. So we have conversations with people that already want to join. Yeah. From the event, we have others that don't even know what that looks like, but they go to our page to learn more yep. from that QR code. So now they're they're in our Facebook group where we can educate them. And that conversation eventually happens. But because we have that as a resource, we don't have to hard press anybody. Nope. Go there. We got some people that are joining now, and we've been over here for two and a half years. Sure. Consistent content, consistent Mm -hmm. education, but it's you being able to see all those tactics and go. And then when you listen to us talk, I'm sure it was impactful. I'm sure it's valuable, but it ain't fucking rocket science. Mm -hmm. No. So now when you're looking at, you're hearing my story. You then correlate that to your own story and realize where your content is. Like, man, I could tell my story yeah. and teach these fucking two things right here. You don't have to teach everything in one day. Yeah, just tell your story and teach these, and you are mm-hmm. like, oh, but then I can bring people to a group and I can train once a week. Oh, Easy. and now you are seeing the formula which will help you for your next for your next thing. Yeah, hundred percent, cool. I appreciate you being on. Man. Happy Friday, yeah, boys! Yeah, guys. yeah. One hundred percent. Hell yeah! I am yeah.
0: yeah. gonna give us a quick outro here. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, we'll be back next week. Day one dollar zero we're out of here out see
1: you guys For nothing I can never take a day yard